This is News Talk. Obviously, the main photograph across many of the papers is of the funeral of Britain's Queen Elizabeth yesterday, including the front of the Irish Times. The picture is of King Charles III and members of the royal family following behind the coffin of the late Queen. Suffice to say, all the papers, big coverage of the funeral yesterday. There's pullouts and posters. So if you're into it and you didn't get enough watching the funeral yesterday, there's a lot more in the papers today, but not much more um, we can say on it and even watch. Sky News this morning. They've moved on now from the Queen's funeral to the cost of living crisis and Ukraine. So that's the front page pictures on many of the papers. The front page story on many of the papers, it seems someone is leaking like a tap about Cabinet because it's across four or five of the papers, the pensions shake up. So the Irish Times says the Cabinet is today likely to approve a new system for the state pension, confirming the retirement age will be 66, but allowing people to work until 70 if they choose. Irish independent, retire at 70 to add €60 a week to your pension. This is the news that if you keep working until you're 70 then your state pension would rise to €315 under a radical overhaul of the pensions system. The Irish Daily Mail, retire at 70 for an extra €60 in your pension. The Mail understands that for every year a person continues to work, their state pension payment will increase by around €15 a week, meaning an extra €60 weekly rise over four years, so that when you become 70, keep working until then, you get £315 a week. And the Irish Examiner pension boost for working until 70. That's if you want to. There's a lot of people who'll say 66 is enough, thank you very much, I've worked all my life. But if you work beyond 66, you'll get up to 24% more when you retire, according to the examiner. Other big story on the front of that paper is about, uh, it's a very dramatic headline, hospital staff warn of winter hell on earth. Nurses and hospital consultants have warned of hell on earth this winter as flu and COVID are expected to put the health service under severe pressure. This follows on from several interviews, including on News Talk Breakfast, where INMO General Secretary Phil Hay was warning that the hospitals are already overcrowded and they're not going to cope this winter unless we do a deal right now with the private hospitals to make sure that they've more beds available because the nurses are saying we have a perfect storm brewing of uh, flu, our good friend flu, which we haven't seen in a while, COVID, and then also staff shortages and staff absences across the health system. All that means is that the public hospitals, according to nurses and midwives and doctors, the hospitals won't be able to cope unless you strike a deal with the private hospitals. The other big news on the front of the examiner, all ministers are going to get a guard the driver from next month. Guard the protection drivers will be assigned to all cabinet ministers on foot of a recommendation from the guard the commissioner, Drew Harris. Up to 40 Gardaí have been recruited to staff a driver pool for ministers and a number of new luxury cars have been procured for our ministers as well. Interesting to see are these electric cars because if they're not uh, there's going to be a riot people will just say well hold on you're telling us that we should be moving away from petrol and diesel will these be electric cars I'm not seeing clarity on that so I'm sure we'll find out when we see the ministers arriving what did they used to call it the mercs and the perks when you're a minister the Irish Daily Mirror pint of no return Uh, that's not my Kildare accent now it's P-I-N-T not P-O-I-N-T pint of no return Drinkers, according to the Mirror, are turning their backs on bars 
in their droves, with almost half deciding not to head to the pub over the cost of living. The Vintners Federation of Ireland is warning of a bleak future for the drinks trade in Ireland. I was in the pub a couple of Fridays ago and it wasn't overly busy now, I have to say, uh, and they're very worried about the winter, that people will just turn their back. What's interesting, though, when you read the papers this morning, there's a big report out from Drinkaware saying that more people are binge drinking now than before the pandemic. So clearly people are still drinking, but they're drinking at home, maybe rather than in the pub. Um, and the vintners saying pubs cannot pass on increases to customers already under financial strain and they're warning that colossal energy costs are going to force pubs to close. There's also talk as well that pubs might, well first of all the price of a pint will go up but secondly uh, that pubs might have to close early or limit their opening hours. The Irish son in the name of Loaf, Bono has told how he would nick his shopping as a poor kid living in Dublin. He said he would frequently borrow is what he says, the family's groceries from a local shop. He said he'd swipe food after spending all their meal money on records as a youngster. A number of papers carrying the uh, interview that Bono gave where he talks about the impact the death of his mother at 14 had on him. The Irish Daily Star goes with another big music star on the front page. This is Garth Brooks, the headline Birth Brooks, fan has baby on way home from gigs. So they went to Croke Park. This is Rebecca and Gerard, a couple in Louth. They went up to Croke Park, saw Garth Brooks and brought a baby home with them. Now, inside the mail this morning, we were talking there about the pub trade. Uh, the mail forecasting that the hospitality VAT rate could go to 13.5%. The government is preparing to restore the VAT rate for hospitality back to pre-pandemic levels amid political frustration over price gouging by hotels. At the moment, they're benefiting from the uh, lower rate of VAT. The whole idea was to help them, obviously, during COVID and the hangover from COVID and to try and make sure they survive. But if you listened to Finance Minister Pascal Donoghue on the Pat Kenny show here on News Talk yesterday, you can be left with no uncertainty about his view uh, that essentially he's very, very, very unhappy that the hotels are packed out, but some are engaged in price gouging. And essentially he was telling Pat, I'll take all of this into account in the decisions that I make on Budget Day. If you missed the interview with the Minister, you can listen back on the News Talk app, but certainly no confusion over where Minister Donoghue stands on the prices that some hotels are charging. Not for the first time he's had a go uh, about hotels on the Pat Kenny show as well. The Irish Times looks at a four-day week. We're going to have more on the four-day week on News Talk Breakfast this morning and how it might help with the cost of living. But there's a very interesting piece in the Irish Times. They've an interview with a Cork company and it says it's saving thousands of euro every single month on energy bills because it's moved to a four-day week and it's had no loss in productivity. So we hear the argument the whole time about a four-day week, <clears throat> but it's not because of covid or work-life balance that this core company is succeeding. Well, it might be a little to do with it, but they're saying they're saving a rake of money because they only open four days a week as opposed to five, and there's no reduction in productivity. So employees in this company, which is Sockomore, have now moved to a four-day working week, but they work slightly longer days. And the reason they brought this in was employees were saying they were unable to afford to come to work due to the rising cost of uh, diesel 
and petrol. So now the staff go in 7am to 5pm Monday to Thursday and they've shaved off some time from their lunch break and all this means they've not seen any loss in productivity. Now, usually when people argue for a four-day week, they don't say you make the five days into four. But in this case, they're doing a little bit extra work on the four days and the company's saving a fortune and the employees are saving money on their fuel. As we heard, the ploughing begins today and the Irish Mirror has been looking at some of the stats involved and people going to the ploughing will devour a quarter pounder every second and guzzle 70,000 cups of tea over the next three days. They're expecting 300,000 people and uh, event planners say 300 bales of straw, 100 bales of hay and seven tonnes of meals will be consumed by more than 1,000 livestock at the ploughing. We'll have more on the ploughing on News Talk Breakfast. Anna-Marie McHugh will be on the show there. One final story for you which comes from the Times of London and I know a lot of you, I've never done it myself, booked through a Airbnb but a lot of you do and the news today is that Airbnb and B guests are returning to hotels because they're giving out about the cleaning fees and the lengthy list of chores set by the people they are renting off. Travellers have grumbled about being asked to wash the sheets in their Airbnb, take out the bins and even if you don't mind, some are asking you to mow the lawn when you stay in the Airbnb. In a viral video on TikTok, a guest said she'd refused to book an Airbnb that charged a $125 cleaning fee on top of a list of chores. Uh, some of them are saying there that you have to do crazy things like ironing and things like that, cleaning surfaces, uh, putting on the dishwasher, emptying the bins. Doesn't sound like much of a holiday. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.